0: Ruth Steinhagen, a Chicago recluse, died on December 28, 2012, but it took months before the Chicago Tribune obituaries writer discovered that she was the woman who shot former Cubs first baseman Eddie Wakis, back on June 14, 1949. Obsessed with Wakus when he played for the Cubs, Steinhagen decided to kill him when he was traded to the Phillies. She lured Wakus into a room at the exclusive Edgewater Beach Hotel, where the visiting Phillies were staying, and after saying she had a surprise for him, pulled a twenty two rifle out of the closet and shot him in the chest. Steinhagen, 19 at the time, was arrested and after a criminal indictment was declared insane and confined to a state mental hospital in Kankakee. Wakes survived the shooting, and though he went through three operations, played the next season for the National League pennant-winning Phillies. Steinhagen's attempt to kill Eddie Wakas caused a national sensation and was responsible for drawing attention to the baseball annies, called baseball sadies at the time, who worshipped and sometimes stalked professional ballplayers. It also inspired novelist Bernard Malamud to include a character in his novel The Natural, published in 1952, who shoots baseball phenom Roy Hobbs after luring him to her hotel room. National media outlets, including National Public Radio, ran major stories on Ruth Steinhagen after learning of her death. The stories went into the details of Steinhagen's attempt to kill Eddie Wakas, and reported on her reclusive life after her release from the Kankakee Mental Hospital, where she underwent three years of therapy that included shock treatments. There was little information, however, on Wakas' life after the shooting. The stories noted that he did return to the Phillies the following season, and was part of the Whiz Kids team that won the National League pennant in 1950. They also mentioned that Wacus refused to press charges against Steinhagen after her release and that he continued to play baseball until his retirement in 1955. In the movie version of The Natural, Roy Hobbs, like Wacus, recovers from his wound and returns to the game. In the last scene of the movie, after Hobbs hits an electrifying, pennant-winning home run, he plays catch with his son in one of those Hollywood Field of Dreams moments. In Malamud's novel, however, Hobbs, like the mighty Casey, strikes out with the pennant on the line, and ends his career in disgrace. Eddie Wakis, the real Roy Hobbs, recovered from his wound, met his future wife while recuperating, and did score the winning run to give the Phillies the 1950 pennant. The rest of his career in life, however, reads more like the tragic ending of Malamu's novel than the happily ever after ending of the Hollywood version of The Natural. In 2002, as part of its Writing Baseball series, the Southern Illinois University Press, published John Theodore's Baseball's Natural, The Story of Eddie Wakeus. In his book, Theodore points out that when Wakeus returned to the Phillies in 1950, he began using amphetamines to get up for games and then drank heavily after games to bring himself back down. When his career ended in 1955, Wakeus was struggling with alcohol addiction and bouts of deep depression. He moved restlessly from job to job, went through a painful divorce, and finally suffered a nervous breakdown. One of the great ironies of Wake's life is that, like Ruth Steinhagen, he spent his last years as a recluse. He did find some moments of relief and happiness as a counselor at the Ted Williams baseball camp, but he lived alone and estranged from his family. A chain smoker, he died at the age of 52 from esophageal cancer. Ruth Steinhagen's death brought her infamous act back into public notice but it also should have been a reminder of Eddie Wake's tragic ending. Over the generations, baseball has given its fans so many heroes to worship, but not all of our baseball heroes live happily ever after. This is P. Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.